You're listening to Winging It with Spencer and Andrew. Don't overthink it. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Spencer. There's Andy, the Andrew. Andrew. Uh, so let's get started. Hello. How's it going, Andrew? How you doing, man? Mm. Good. You know, it's actually a really nice day. Have you seen outside ever lately? Or you went outside today, I think. It was a really yeah, nice day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were talking just before we started. Um, I went to town just to, you know, tackle a couple errands, do this and that, putter around. It's uh, it's beautiful. I saw some guys running without their shirts off. It's kind of envious. Even you know? today, it's not that weather, though. Like, it's no, not. it's not that weather. Yeah. But for those kind of people, they've waited all year to get their shirt off. You know what I mean? Like, as soon That's as it's true. like, if it's over like 12 degrees, these guys are like, the shirt's gone. It's shirtless season. And they're going to show that everywhere they go. They're going to jog without that shirt on. They're going to cut the grass without that shirt on. I mean, I'm envious, like you said. I mean, I wish. I wish I was a shirtless guy, but I don't know if I do. You know what I mean? I, I could see with your shirt off. Yeah, but you yeah you could see it or you imagine it a lot i don't understand the difference right i don't know like to me uh, yeah like i feel like it takes quite a bit of either confidence or lack of self-awareness to be like a shirtless guy because like i i could see being a shirtless guy i'm i'm a shirtless guy from time to time yeah but you could see me being one totally no shot yeah it's all about the uh the confidence you know being in the right moment um yeah but what i'm saying yeah, is like those people aren't in like the right moment they're just like running oh. without a shirt on what's the little like under armor they make under armor they make nike for a reason so you don't need to take your shirt off right that's what the whole point of athletic wear is so you don't have to work out and naked that's the whole point of clothes and they're just totally bypassing and disregarding the fact that these people have put time and effort into creating under armor and nike and lululemon just for these guys to have no shirt on and to me that's not right i i could see it from the perspective of uh you know winter's over we're entering springtime yeah i'm sure uh there's a lot of New Year's resolutions that just finished, and these guys and girls are like, hey, I just worked on this bod yeah. all through this pandemic, all through this next, you know, these winter cold months. And on the first glimpse of a sunny day, yeah, tops off, tarps off. Tar tarps off for the boys, right? As they say. For the boys. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's only, I think it was only like 12 degrees today. You know? It's not like 33 degrees. Like, if you're going to do that and it's 33 degrees, I'm fine with that. But if, if you're just looking for that first sunny day, like, I think that's just, you've crossed the line. Because now we're, we're going to have them cutting the grass. They're going to have no shirt on. They're going to be cutting the grass. They're going to be running. They're going to be biking. God knows what else they do without a shirt on. They might be rollerblading. Oh, I've never seen a man wear a shirt where you roll, when he rollerblades, ever. That is the most topless I, yeah. activity that I've ever seen. Like I uh, became an amateur rollerblader a couple summers ago just so I could have my shirt off. Uh, yeah. I mean, in terms of excuses to have your shirt off, that is the number one uh, activity. I mean, you, you, I have the, the number one activity. That is the number one. Okay. Number one is rollerblading. Uh, number two is showers. Uh, and number three is the day you're born. Those are the top three activities mm -hmm. where you don't have a shirt on. Um, Exclusively. And there's there's no other activity that you could think of right now that would require your shirt to be off? Not one. Not one. Someone put time and effort into making clothes. We're just going to take them off? I mean, hello? Why would I put it on just to take it off? Um, I, I mean, there's one thing, just, you know, banging in my head that won't like stop like hey you're forgetting about me 
bang, bang, bang. Nothing you get, nothing else. You oh, think construction. Of. Yeah, construction workers usually don't wear shirts either. But I feel like that's a hazard <laughs> because, like, they've got like dangerous nails and like hammers, saws, screwdrivers. Thing I'm thinking of is reverse catcalling. People are going to start catcalling them. They're yeah. going to get distracted. Yeah, fall off a steel beam. They're it's sitting there. Yeah, and if they had a shirt on, maybe it would have helped them if they get distracted and fall. Right. Mm -hmm. I think so. Uh, yeah. You know, that thin layer of nylon or cotton or cotton, whatever it yeah. is. Will, leather, maybe. Them. Maybe mm -hmm. leather. If, hey, I don't know. I'm not a construction worker. Maybe they like leather shirts. No, you are not. You are an amateur podcast. Yes. And communications officer. And maybe I will. Maybe I'll get a leather shirt. I feel like if you mm -hmm. put some leather on or... Uh, what's that other material that's really silk? See, silk. You, you wear that stuff. You're not taking that off. Isn't it really comfortable, silk? That's the point of it, I yeah. think. Yeah. When I hear of it, I think of like a pirate or like an Italian with like, you know, a very, like a matador or something. You know, that really fluffy, sh you know, that Seinfeld episode? Yeah, yeah, the puffy shirt. The puffy shirt. I don't that's know. That's what I picture yeah. when I think of silk. I don't know if it's sil uh, if that's a silk shirt. Well, I'm very uneducated with fabrics. Wouldn't it be like, I think silk would be like a delicacy. Like it's normally like silk boxers, you know? Oh, like uh, silk edible underwear. Uh, expand on that. You said delicacy, right? Yes. Oh, did I say aphrodisiac? Or delicacy? No, but I think we were both thinking it. We were definitely both thinking of that. So are you saying that they make silk underwear that you can also eat because i don't know if that I would be good we've all heard of edible underwear yes and i mean i'm curious is it scented is it flavored what kind of because i feel like leather would, would be a it, strange thing to it's got to be flavored and you're not just going to eat it for not to taste right i couldn't tell you i mean you know what you need you know, to do to machine yeah what you need to do is for your next like Twitch video, instead of eating a pickle, you need to eat some edible underwear for us. Whoa. Yeah. That uh, that would draw in uh that would actually a type of clientele. Yes. Yes, it would. That would almost be maybe you might even need to charge a subscription to access that video, that content. Yeah, maybe put an age restriction. Yeah, maybe what, 18 plus on that one? Maybe even like 30 yeah, plus. Because I don't know if like some people would even want to see that in their twenties, they might get scarred. No, it's I, I can't really picture a market for it, but I imagine there's some people out there that would uh, would get, get a kick out of it. Yeah, I haven't done an eating video in a while. If I a order you challenge. some, will you eat it live? Yeah, I think well, that was like the premise for me, kind of when it first started. Was you know buy me something and I'm I'll put it in my mouth. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Ideally, something that's digestible. Ideally. So maybe a little bit of research should go into these underwear. And well, also, what kind of underwear? Are we talking like, um, you know, uh, granny panties? Like long johns. Boxer briefs. Long johns. Long johns. That would be a meal. <laughs> long johns. And then socks for dessert or something like that. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Now that's a whole other well, area. Edible socks. Into. Edible socks. Were they worn previously or are they fresh out of a box? Or? Uh, I mean, if you want, you can wear them first, but I would just say probably out of the box would be the better idea. Would you want to eat them? I mean, if, would you want me to wear the long johns and then give them to you to eat? I mean, my feet sometimes smell like old cheese. So if the socks were like, you know, ham flavored, I might pair it with my feet. Yeah. That would just create a meal. You could make like a whole charcuterie board of edible arrangements except it's not arrangements it's garments it's unmentionables you know charcuterie board of unmentionables yeah now that is a title now that actually we okay i think we are onto something i will look into this further for you to put in your mouth mm -hmm. i think i need a shirt of that yeah with that written on it Mm -hmm. Yeah. So speaking of putting it in your mouth, so last summer 
I was very opposed. No, I wouldn't say I was opposed. Last summer, I drank a lot of seltzers. So I asked you before if you're a seltzer guy. You said, not really, but you'll have one if if the opportunity presents itself, I think. Yeah, seltzers are, they're tasty. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the problem with like where we live is there's not a lot of them. So there's like White Claw, uh, Cottage Springs, and there's like Neutral or whatever, but Neutral's not very good. And right. those other two are pretty big names though. Yeah, and but that's because there's not a lot. So like... Obviously, in the States, they've got a million different kinds of seltzers, a million different kinds of craft beer. It was kind of like that here as well with like craft beer, like certain LCBOs you go to, you're going to find different craft beer. But if you go to a good one, like you can get all kinds, right? So last summer, I drank a lot of those. This summer, I thought, no way. I'm done with those. I can't, I can't stomach them anymore. I had 16 White Claws on... Saturday. Oh, this past Easter weekend. Yeah. And so this is the only reason I bring this up is if you had 16 beers, you'd probably be in a coma. Depending. 16 beers? 16 craft beers. Oh, craft beers. Yeah. Yes. Not like, I, yeah. 16 bush. Uh, yeah. 16 craft mm. beers. 16 white claws. I woke up the next day feeling tip top. No. Yeah. No. Tip top. I felt tip top. Tip top shape. Tip top shape Taylor. Tip top shape Taylor. I, I felt so good I thought I could take my shirt off and go for a run. I didn't, but I thought I could. That's how good I felt. You're telling me you had one, two, three, four, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, 13 14, fourteen, fifteen, 14, 15, 16. wait for it, sixteen seltzers. Yeah. In the span of so many hours on any on one of those days this past weekend, you went to bed mm-hmm. and you felt okay the next day. I felt fine. Did you implement any like interventions, like you know, going to bed early, maybe pulling trig, you know, lots None of water, of Advil, Tylenol, nothing. None Just of it. Woke up feeling dandy because you're literally hydrating while you drink them, right? Mm, interesting because that is the you know the hangover that is the science behind it you're dehydrated dehydrated. you don't get dehydrated with these Hmm. I mean I think like I've never so like I never drank them in excess before because like I think you need to drink a lot because they're only like 4% (laughs) that's why you have a lot but you still have a good time you don't feel terrible Bada boom, bada bing. You know what I mean? Now, the act of putting 16 of the same thing, one after another, into yeah. your body, did you switch up the flavors? Oh, or? yeah. So you, so there's, there's mango, black cherry. There's like a lime, I think. And I'm missing the fourth one. Wa- no, watermelon. Eh, but there's four kinds. So I switched it up. And it was good. And I feel like when you drink beer, like once you start to have like when you start off, like your IPAs, you know what I mean? Your craft beers, Mm -hmm. you'll taste the difference. But the more you get into them, the more they start to taste the same. Like I really, yeah, I really find that they all just start to kind of blend together. And it's like, what are we doing? Do I want this or this? Doesn't matter. That's beautiful. so how was how was the if the if the drinks were good how was the company? It was fine. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. You know what I mean? Tell me, uh, tell me about your experience. I feel like, uh, yeah, I want to know. I haven't, I haven't even asked you about this. You know? No, it was just a uh, just a normal Saturday. Normal Saturday, and you you get some Celsius in you, and you know you kind of call it a night, relatively early because you start relatively early. So it's probably like... Yeah, on a weekend. Yeah, which is nice about weekends. You know, the whole day is there for the taking. And then it's yours. Call it a, call it an early night. And we've got an early day the next day. The whole day to just do whatever you want. Now, yeah. what did you and your uh, what'd you and your family get up to? Do you guys have any traditions? Uh, 
Not really. So like, well, I guess when you're a kid, you do like the little Easter hunt, you know? Mm-hmm. But did you go around the house searching for seltzers and little ooh, nooks and crannies? That would have been a good idea. You know what I should have done? I should have. Oh, I should have done that when I had a bunch of them. Because then I would have forgot where I put them the next day. <laughs> and that would have been an actual hunt. Because I would have had no idea where they were. That's a good idea. That is that is a golden ticket idea right there, actually. That is a golden that is a golden ticket idea. So uh that is something you know, I'm not even gonna wait for Easter next year. I'm just gonna do it next weekend. Why wait? You know, I'm it's like single <laughs> waiting, you know. As a kid, you gotta like wait for Christmas. You gotta wait for your where you're an adult. You can do things whenever you want. Right? We're not waiting for stuff. We're just doing it. I'm just picturing you in your apartment hiding things and then waiting a couple hours to go search for them again i mean that's <laughs> or stumbling across them going oh this is good here why did i put this here five hours later no two two minutes later so like, what is this what is this doing here did i put this here oh man another red one. Oh man I don't... <laughs> where's the cherry the mango one is pretty good and I hate that I can't think of the fourth kind. Mango, cherry, lime. Give it a mango, cherry, lime. What are just like common flavors? Strawberry? No, I don't think it's strawberry. But they did come out with a strawberry one, but I didn't have that one. No? Like a strawberry kiwi? No. Oh, god damn it. Not a raspberry, eh? Raspberries usually. Oh, no, but that would be a good idea. Yeah. Raspberry? Why not? I feel like raspberry yeah, flavored things taste better than like raspberries themselves. It's like who really eats raspberries? You're more likely to yeah. eat like a raspberry flavored thing. What kind of thing? Like a like a candy or an ice cream? Yeah, like or... a candy or you know, a candy or a drink. You don't really eat just like like when's the last time you just ate like a raspberry ooh, a raspberry? Probably on a cheesecake last. Exactly. So not even real. Now, you know, the opposite, the inverse of the raspberry tasting good, artificially flavored compared to just raspberries is banana. People do not enjoy banana flavored items. No. First thing that comes to my head is antibiotics are usually banana. I was going to say medicine. Yep. I was going to say medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just so not good. Can they not make it cherry or raspberry or anything? I think Robitussin was cherry flavored. It's off tastes awful and it works. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever actually had it. Was it but I'm sure that it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think because like they don't make anything artificially banana. It's like antibiotics did it, and then food companies were like, well, we can't use banana. Because no one's going to buy this. Yeah, they've ruined it. Thanks, medicine. They associate bananas with, you know, being sick and having to take something when you're sick and don't want to take anything. So we've just built this idea in our head that anything that tastes like bananas artificially is just terrible. Yeah. Or like sometimes something will taste like banana and that's your first thought. It's like, why does this taste like medicine? But it's not. Yeah. I need somebody to try and make a banana seltzer. Whoa. I don't know. You know, the other thing with banana, though, it doesn't like pair with anything. Right. So, you strawberry. know, how... banana, strawberry, strawberry, banana. Oh, strawberry, banana. Yeah, you say banana, strawberry, banana, strawberry. Get the heck out of here. Strawberry, banana. Hell, banana. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think I used you to know have. That... Yeah. It was like Tropicana or something you used to drink. And it was strawberry, banana. Totally. Oh, totally. Can you picture that uh, Drake meme of him looking away? Uh, banana strawberry? Yeah, yeah. Nah. And then strawberry banana? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. So just strawberries? I guess. I know that bananas are like the most, um, they fly off the shelves at grocery stores. People buy like bananas. the cheapest. Like they're bananas. Yeah. And they fly like... 
strawberries, uh, blueberries are, you know, a little bit harder to get off apples. There's always so many different kinds, but bananas fly off the shelves. It's weird too, because like bananas are cheaper than the rest. So like, like blueberries would be like five bucks. Bananas like 72 cents. Mm -hmm. And you know, which one fills you more? Banana? I would imagine. Yeah. But I feel like blueberries are probably healthier for you. People talk about how they're a superfood and you know, the skin has whatever and whatever in it. Are superfoods like real? I think that social media has made yeah. up these superfoods. Because in terms of science, there's no way some scientist said, this food <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> has <laughs> powers. It is this, a superfood. This person sitting there with no. their PhD and their 20 years of research experience has gone, that's it. Blueberries. They're incredible. This is, this is, whoa. No. Yeah, you're right. This uh -oh. is so fake. No. Such a marketing thing, superfood. But I mean, I feel like they give it that name, like, you know, this um, social media era, they give it that because they want to like let people know that these are like very healthy, like avocados yeah. is something else people say superfoods are spinach. Like, I'm sure these things are very healthy for you. It's kind of a good idea yeah. because maybe you'll the never, yeah, you'll never eat blueberries. And then now someone's telling you that they're superfoods and you're like, oh shit, I need to eat a ton of blueberries. And then they're like, poop is blue. And that means that they're officially a superhero. Or right? Smurf. Oh, yeah. or Smurf. Yeah. I don't know. Blueberries are good. Raspberries are fine. Strawberries, my least favorite. Not a big Your fan least favorite? Not a big fan. Overrated. Really? Why don't we eat something full of seeds? Uh, I feel like most fruit are full of seeds. E yes, but... They have the most seeds, right? Do you taste the seeds when you're eating a strawberry? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can you can feel them in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Do crunchy. They're crunchy. Yeah. Like a bag full of chips, crunchy. Well, crunchy, juicy, juicy, me, crunchy. Yeah, juicy, crunchy. To me, a fruit should just be juicy, not crunchy. All right. Uh, strawberries are my favorite fruit even though they're crunchy yeah but well, i guess never talked about this i guess an apple is crunchy juicy okay apples crunchy strawberry crunchy you're losing me yeah it's the same thing it's the same crunch there's this there's the same crunch yeah next time you eat a strawberry think about how crunchy it is you'll actually be surprised i guarantee you'll be surprised I promise. I look forward to it. Yeah. I mean, okay. I feel like this is something I should have known about you. I feel like I don't know you enough. Uh, I mean, it's just, I mean, who are you? If I'm going to buy a fruit, I'm not buying strawberries. Oh, I always like the cantaloupe. How come we never hear anything about cantaloupe? Is there just no feel... nutritional value to it? It's delicious. <laughs> of course, the best tasting one would be would do nothing for you is this true does cantaloupe do nothing for you do you know anything about cantaloupe i, I need answers I, what i do right know now. about cantaloupe is that it's the cousin of honeydew and oh, those two okay. are Can always bring honeydew into this it's not even it's not even a discussion now it's just now it's just now you're just being offensive it cantaloupe and honeydew are the fruit that overpopulate your fruit bowl or your you know your i know but the people dishes but people, but people eat the cantaloupe Ah, there's always just a lot of honeydew and cantaloupe left over at the end. No, always. they eat the mm -hmm. they eat the cantaloupe. Uh, they're essentially the same thing. So, well, but I don't under, even understand what honeydew is. So, like, they're melons, but everyone loves mm -hmm. watermelon. To me, watermelon yeah, is nothing. People always talk about how the body's ninety five percent water. Apparently, like. Watermelon is like 80% water. Or something. So watermelon is the same thing as celery. It's just water. Uh, it will, a lot of things are water. Yeah, you know, all these vegetables and fruits, they need water to grow. Just how much percentage of water are they? But yeah, water and uh, watermelon and celery have a lot. I mean, watermelon, it, the word is watermelon. What's the main the oh, word? Oh, water. Yeah. Melon. So water celery. Yeah, well, yeah. Water stock. 
I would say water maybe. Stalks. Yeah, water stalk. Hmm. You have watermelon and water stalk. And a soup is this? It's a water stock soup. And a lot oh. of people. <laughs> I want to have some water stock and peanut butter, please. And a lot of people don't even like celery. And I have some ants on a water stock, please. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that and that makes sense to me. That makes more sense to me than than not. But if you talk about fruit trays, talk about vegetable trays, never is there celery is always left. That's stringy, annoying. It's like string cheese. A cheese string, but vegetable. What are we doing? Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I usually see those carrots that are left. I mean, the broccoli, your cucumbers, your cherry tomatoes, they fly off the shelves. I don't think the broccoli is the way. Uncooked? It's the easiest one. Uncooked? I I like my raw vegetables. I I love my raw vegetables. I I know a lot of people aren't a fan of it. It's... uh, I'm fine with them, but... The broccoli is just like, I feel like you're putting like a dust ball in your mouth. A dust ball? Yeah, you are know. You, are you dipping it or eating it just plain? Oh, if I'm dipping it, I'll, I'll eat anything. But if I'm trying to eat that plain, I'm just I'm choking on that. I'm gagging on that. It's yeah, like putting yeah a, I can understand that. It's almost like it's not meant to be eaten uh, like uncooked, like raw. Yeah, it's like it's, a defense mechanism for it. Oh, you know how like vegetables, mm-hmm. like fruits and uh, plants have like defense mechanisms. Yeah, I think we talked about the watermelon rind last time. Exactly. Exactly. This is a food podcast and it's official now. But I think broccoli is just not meant to be eaten like raw. And I think, I mean, we've seen it in the office where Kevin tries to eat a stalk of broccoli and eats it the other end first. Stalk first. <laughs> he eats it stalk first. <laughs> They're like, have you never eaten broccoli? What? No. <laughs> it tastes terrible. <laughs> it tastes terrible. I'm pretty confident from the outtake I saw. Uh, you know when you have something in your mouth for too long or something funny is happening? I think the actor that portrays Kevin Malone had yeah. it in his mouth too long and he just started choking, like spitting it out <laughs> by accident. And I think is that, that what was they like everyone's reaction. It? I believe so, because there's, you know, there's a few shows and movies where you get those impromptu moments. Oh, well, he definitely, yeah, he definitely ate the broccoli in that scene. Like, he's definitely shoving real broccoli into his mouth. (laughs) And then spitting it out. There's no acting there. That's just real. There's no, like, actor's broccoli that they use. Like, no prop broccoli. But it was acting. Him getting so red in the face (laughs) that he was choking on it. I mean, kudos to that, man. He deserves an Emmy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was, that was about cauliflower though. Broccoli's like albino cousin. Yeah, just like honeydew and uh, cantaloupe. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I don't there know, man. That. I'm just not about so, it. You can do more with cauliflower. I mean, we talked about our cauliflower wings. You can make you can make rice with cauliflower. Uh, uh, yeah, finally, cauliflower, cauliflower has with. overtaken broccoli. Like, yeah, I think broccoli for, years, for sure was dominant in the day. For years, for decades, it was broccoli. Cauliflower is mm. finally getting its day. It's in the spotlight. I'm kind of happy for it. Like, I don't mind cauliflower rice. When you got it mixed in oh, there you with stuff. It. Oh, yeah. When you got it mixed in there with stuff, it's good. It's not too bad. It's, it's a nice uh, change up from rice, which, you know, rice is fantastic, but... Yeah, uh, for sure. Broccoli's been in the limelight for too long. It looks more appealing when it's paired with other, you know, in a in a recipe. It's cauliflower. It's just you know, it's cauliflower. It's in there, you know. Eh. Yeah, but yeah, you, you know how I used to love eating cauliflower as a kid. Not at all. Smothered in this cheese sauce that my mom would make. Oh yes, that that was like a back. common thing, right? It was just cauliflower or broccoli with like a cheese sauce on it. Yeah, so basically the only way to eat vegetables is when they're mixed with a ton of cheese. Right? I mean, that's how you get kids to eat their vegetables because no one likes, like traditionally, no one likes vegetables. Yo, I'm sick of the people that say they do. Uh, I do. Growing up. Growing up. Growing up. (laughs) Right. Growing up. I meant to say growing up. I mean, parents, brilliant. They're like, everyone likes cheese. Let me just melt it and smother it over these things. The kids will go gaga. 
And I think like that cheese wasn't even like actual like cheese. I think it was some like packaged stuff or something, which was probably just negating all of the benefits of the vegetables you were about to eat. It was definitely a KD uh, yeah. packet of cheese that they yeah. just, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about um, some shitty jobs that you've had. Because now you've got a pretty bomb job, right? Um, if you want to share it, you can. I don't want to dox you here. But I think speaking of like being a kid and all these shitty foods, like we've all had shitty jobs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like where did you, what was like your first, because I want to say like your first job and your first shitty job. To me, they're the same thing. What about you? My first job in my shittiest job. Oh, no. My first job and my shittiest job were far apart. They were separate? They they were separate entities. That's kind of special. Mm-hmm. It, you know what? It was special. Uh, I think I got into the, the, you know, the working world a little late. I got in, you know, my senior year of high school. Oh, wow. Must be nice. Privilege? Yeah, yep. Definitely privilege. Or lazy. However you look at it, you know? It's... Uh, yeah, it was it was nice. It was through a friend actually, through a friend's um his parents' business. Oh, you were very privileged. Um, so you didn't have to start till senior year and it was someone that you knew that got you in. Yeah, I had some uh, some nepotism helping me along the way. I mean, that just screams privilege. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Yeah, in my own way, I I think we all have our own little privileges, but yeah, it was uh, I was I worked as a barista okay. at a local coffee shop. And it was Starbucks. beautiful. Yeah, that's Tim definitely Horns. local. Uh, it was called Brood Awakenings. Dunkin' Donuts. Brood Awakenings. Uh, I've been there. Very good desserts. Have you? Yes. Um, oh, in Kempville, Ontario. Yes. It's a funny spot. I think uh, it was my aunt's friend started it or still owns it. I'm not sure. But yes. Oh, well, I know who started it, so maybe I know your aunt's friend. Starts with a K. Karen? No. Well, Karen did start. Oh, who owns it now? Uh, maybe he owns it now. Kika. Yes. Oh, yeah. I know Kika. So she She's bought it from that person? Lady. Yeah, so. Uh, okay. Yeah, I had. Uh, Wait, had so Karen in. started it? Uh, Karen and her friend. Okay, yes. so yeah. So when I say starts with a K, <laughs> all of yeah, the yeah, it was. Hmm, look down the line. Eight different owners with it. a K. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kika. She has like actually quite a big family base in the Kempfell area. Yeah, and she worked with me and Karen for Karen a lot longer, and um, yeah, Karen ended up getting actually sick uh, a while back, and she passed. So uh, before all that happened, you know, she was able to like, you know, set things in motion that okay. she sell off the store and whatnot. So uh, Kika, who worked for her and who's so lovely. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so she worked for her and then she was able to buy the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh, goodness. She's so she's she's a beautiful soul inside and out. I, I highly recommend people go to Kempville, go to Brood Awakenings, tell them uh, Spencer sent you. And uh, yeah, will they get thrown out of the store or will they get a discount if they say that? It depends who you talk to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a, I, it's kind of a gamble, right? I, I did say it was my first job. So right. for sure there was a learning curve. And even after that learning curve, I still had to be refined a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you do as a barista? You just sell the coffee um, or you got to like stock the cups bake the well, food it's funny i guess you're when not i say barista you sell it well well when i first said barista you said starbucks so what do they do at starbucks you know you have your people that handle yeah. coffee that handle you know food like whether that be like baked goods or, yeah they don't cook uh, anything like, though it's just like all warmed up stuff uh it depends at starbucks at starbucks oh at starbucks okay yeah. at, at starbucks it's just like all frozen mm-hmm. stuff Right, they yeah, just, not this spot. If this you literally order foods. a breakfast sandwich at Starbucks, they put it in a microwave because <laughs> it's frozen. And that's oh, what you no. get for like $5 is a frozen I mean, breakfast sandwich. 
clearly it works if they've got a huge chain and it's they're honestly not that bad i hate to say they're actually not that bad i highly recommend you try a fresh breakfast sandwich or wrap from mcdonald's Awakenings. yes mm. the mcdonald's ones are not bad yeah it was uh so yeah that was my first job working as a barista you know handling coffee and treats and uh you know all that kind of stuff food and soups and whatnot but did they have sandwiches I, they did have sandwiches yeah mm, yeah you gotta have sandwiches at a coffee shop Egg sandwich tuna oh, sandwich salmon okay. sandwich ham and cheese sandwich chicken caesar salad wrap Ooh, chicken club wrap now you're talking to me uh the breakfast wraps yeah some um english muffins with bacon egg and cheese Ooh, yeah. now you're talking to me now you're speaking oh, my language yeah. that was my first job which i very much enjoyed made me who i am today would recommend you can gain a lot of skills from that wow. my shittiest job was when i was in uh, university you know college and i you know i'm uh i'm a personal book guy i like chatting with people you know so i'm in and around the school area and i recognize that they need some help you know around uh <laughs> right at the school right. so i said like all right you know i'll apply why not make a little extra dough on the side so i started off like refereeing some intramural sports oh how was that yeah Yo. yeah just like your volleyball your soccer your do they take it too seriously like those uh, athletes there's always someone that takes it too seriously yeah you have to remind them it's just intramurals you do have to remind them that but then they'll remind you that they're playing a game and you need to know the rules but it's like you know the rules, uh, but you're not like a stickler, you know? You can't yeah. see the whole field. Man, we're so here to I have did a, fun. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I still want to work for you guys. I don't want to do this refereeing thing anymore. So they hired me at the bar. And uh, luckily I had my smart serve at the time, so I started doing some bar shifts. And then wow. I was I was not suited for that. Coffee? I'll make you a coffee. Drinks? Um, I'll probably get you the wrong beer and then... Yeah, I, I shouldn't be anywhere near that area. Yeah, I'd be kind of more mm-hmm. nervous to have someone, sir, who who doesn't, who's not good at being a bartender, serve me drinks than I would someone who's not good at being a barista, serve me coffee. Because like, the coffee just kind of comes out of like a thing, whereas like if I ask you for like a seven and seven, and it ends up being like tequila or something. I mean, that's just seven, seven. Is that like seven different alcohols? I think it's seven up in, in vodka. See, I would not seven be a good bartender either. See, you obviously were terrible. Hence why you yeah. didn't last long yeah. doing that. You gave someone a so seven no. seven with tequila and Sprite. And they had a terrible night. And they or never the went. best night ever. Well, yeah, it's very 50-50. They talk about when you get to four shots of tequila, they never talk about the fifth, sixth, or seventh shot. Oh, they don't? Because you don't remember. Well, there you go. Because usually after the fourth, you're on the floor. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, bar, the bar scene was not for me. Tequila? No, thank you. Mm. It was anyway. So I ended up doing multiple jobs for this place. It was wild. And, you know, I was a security <laughs> guard at one point. I was, you know, set up. What take were down you securing? Crew. Um, just like equipment, you know, like students might have a couple more drinks. So I would just like kind of ask them politely to back off from the band where all their, you know, equipment was. And, uh, Ooh, I was working out a lot of the time. Sec- I kind of got oh, in my own head. You weren't, uh, not security. What are they, like, a? it's not a bouncer, is it? It's not really a bouncer. It's no. more just like, I guess it is security. I didn't have to roughhouse anyone. It was more just like, Hey, can you kindly please step away? Anyone yeah. could have done it. I think they just wanted someone a bit bulkier at the time yeah, it makes sense. i did a lot of different things for that school and it was oh seeing things behind the scenes it was messy it really was messy like oh, what, yeah. what was going on that was messy oh organization was just not a thing yeah. you know you're asked to do this or that it's just a mess and yeah you know how things look really good on the outside but behind the scenes yeah it's because you yeah wreck. you don't see them yeah, yeah, I I saw that. It's nice when things you know behind the scenes are nice and organized and yeah. you run a tight ship, but not this place. You always run around with your head cut off. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. For that reason, that makes my top list of shittiest places of employment. Wow, I feel like mm-hmm. it would be cool to be a bouncer. 
at least. Yeah. Maybe for like a yeah. day. And then you just kind of see the same thing every day and you go, yes, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. In that situation, you more or less just kind of have to talk to people that are, you know, under the influence of yeah. whatever. Because like, yeah. Do you ever see the video where it's like a guy, he's like maybe 160 pounds. He's like five foot 10. He goes to fight a bouncer that's like six foot six, 280 pounds. No, no. The bouncer just pushes him with one hand and the dude goes like six feet across the street. He uh, just, gets up, lead, uh, just gets he up and walk and just kind of limps away. <laughs> yeah. Alcohol can make you feel. Uh, yeah, it's confident liquid. It's confidence liquid. Yeah, he felt you can do anything. Yeah, he felt that one the next day. I would say so my first job was McDonald's, but it was also but I won't say it was the shittiest because it was tied with the shittiest, which is also another restaurant. So like, okay, people I've talked to that have worked at McDonald's, they either really loved it or they hated it. So like you love it if like you get along with the people and like you want to like hang out with them and stuff but like i just wanted to go to work and like not talk to anyone and so everyone there was like talking to each other and like getting to know each other or like was already hanging they were like trying to hang out after work i'm like do you not see each other enough here (laughs) and then you know you've got like you know you're just going out there to like clean the the floor and you you're like looking at these people that are eating their food and you're like thinking about how gross they are but then you realize you've been that person like a hundred million times as well at mcdonald's and you're like damn someone's looked at me like that so like once i made um the angus burger so that's like a bigger thicker burger right compared to the rest so that one you have to fry longer and i only fried it for the length of a quarter pounder burger oh no so the outside was cooked, but not the inside. Oh, no. So I then oh. made it for someone. I served it to them. Or I made it. I gave it to the person who then served it to them. They come back. They go, oh, this burger's not cooked. They haven't taken just one bite out of it. They've taken two. I went, gross. They didn't get it the first bite? It's pink. Inside. I'm looking at this. There's two bites missing. So he took two big bites at once and got a big mouthful of pink burger. Or he took one bite, went, something's not right. Better try again. And then took another. And I thought, either way, man, it shouldn't take you two bites to realize that this hamburger is not cooked. And this is an Angus burger. It's huge. It's the biggest oh. burger they make. It's the most amount of meat that you can get in your mouth from two bites. My man's just so excited about chomping yeah. into his, you know, burger. It's all freshly made. And he's like, hum, hum. Yeah. Then you don't, go, mm. you don't go to McDonald's and you should, but you don't go to McDonald's expecting food poisoning. And this guy I certainly don't. was not. And like, I didn't even think of what you just said. He was just excited. You know, he probably thought about this burger all day. Like, I know for me personally, when I want to get, like, fast food, it's, like, premeditated. It's not just, like, I don't just, like, drive by McDonald's and go, oh, I'm going to stop. It's, like, yo, I'm getting McDonald's for dinner tonight. And oh, yeah. This guy thought about his, and, like, the Angus, it's the biggest burger. It's the most expensive, right? Oh. He probably probably paid, like, $12. You got the $13, $14 for the, you got the, he probably, he's got his large Coke, his fries. He got the meal. He waited all day for this Angus burger. He probably makes minimum wage. Because we're in Cornwall. And he got this undercooked burger from this 16-year-old who doesn't give a rat's ass about these hamburgers. Like, they used to yell at you. They'd be like, there was a timer, right? And Mm -hmm. you had to make, like, a hamburger in a certain amount of seconds. I do recall that. Yeah, actually. I, I recall hearing about that. I make $9.65 an hour. You think I'm going to make a Big Mac in 13 seconds or 17 seconds? I really don't care. You don't pay me enough to care. I don't care about the ungrateful ungrateful customers that are getting the Big Mac. And I I certainly don't care for the cashier's attitude who's yelling at me for that Big Mac. So 
I mean, you got your so, little your little timer that's telling me, oh, Big Mac should only take 17 seconds or 14 seconds. Well, I'm gonna do it in 17 then. And uh, you're telling me this was not your shittiest job. Oh, this okay. So it was, but it's mixed with another restaurant. So it's just okay. Kinda, it's just more. That was, that's so like the restaurant's you, the same thing. So the other place you had I a worked, pretty heavy opinion there. The other place I worked at was, uh, so my job there was to put like all the fried to make the fried food and then put the fried food on the plates, and then so I remember once, so I have well one of my main job was like to, um, to fry the French fries. So you're frying the French fries, and then I've got like four plates in front of me that need to be plated with fries. The waitress is looking at me. She's seeing the fries in the fryer and goes, where are the fries? I need the fries. Well, the fries are in the fryer. And you can see the timer clearly. She goes, when are the fries done? Uh, Another two minutes. Well, I need the fries. Well, there's no fries to be given. We have no fries. These are the fries. When you have, when I have the fries, you will have the fries. It was just a lot of that. It was like the 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 waitress would just stand there and yell at you. Well, where's the food? Well, the food's being cooked. You make food. You should know. You know, food gets cooked. Again, I'm being paid nine sixty five an hour to get yelled out yelled at about fries. Thankfully, there is no, no. timer there. No fries. No fucks. No fries, no fucks. That should Not be given. That's, uh, I mean, like at least these waitresses got tips, you know? Mm. I'm like, we don't even get tipped out in the kitchen. A lot of places will like, they all split the tips. Some do. Yeah. Yeah. Not this place. Mm. Not this one. We had it's, a guy. Uh, and that was yeah. the other place. So like, you work in like service and stuff where like you have to, oh, so like for you, do you have to like, do you get a break at a certain time? Like, do you know when you start your shift when you'll get your break? Or is it kind of like given to you once it's like not busy? Like, Wait, how does it work? This? No, for you, how does it work for your breaks? Like right now at my job? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, for those of you that don't know, I'm, uh, I work as a nurse at a hospital. So yeah. Um, depending on a given shift, you know, if you work eight hours or 12 hours, you get a certain amount of breaks and... Uh, you know, I recently started here and what they said is, you know, you're allowed this much time off on your break. So, um, you know, take it when you can get it and try and, you know, take a 10 here or a 30 here, whatever so you, you kind of take it at your own discretion. You yeah. You usually let someone else know you're going to head out, but you know what kind of workload you have for the rest of the day. So you take it at times that you think you will not be needed at uh, that okay. time. So you kind of work and get as much time as you can. Right. So like times. So yeah. So like anyone who's worked like you have in, in like service or like customer service or whatever, like f fast food, like you know that your break is given to you, right? Like there's some manager or some team leader who goes, uh, okay, you can take your break at 6.15. But yeah. So yeah, you're given a break. You're given the break. You don't have a choice when to take it. It's whatever. It's the... People that I worked with at both places who smoked would go, all right, it's in between orders. I'm going to go have a smoke. And that doesn't even count towards their actual break. All the time. To me, like, that is insane. All the time, yeah. If you smoke, you can get unlimited breaks. Unlimited breaks. And it's something, like, it's in, like, the, mm -hmm. like, law or whatever that they actually can take those breaks, like, that they get them. Like a bunch of smokers no. wrote this, these laws no. and went, yeah, we should give them all. But are are we really like worried about it? Because like they are smoking. Like ultimately, they might get an extra ten minutes of break a shift, but they're getting an extra ten minutes off their life. A dart. I'm a big believer in that. but I'm. Yeah. So like that's it. That's my thought. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, like, at the time, you're like, you this guy he gets to take another break. He just gets to go on a, on a dart break. But then later, you kind of look back and go, yeah, 
but yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna get the? Who who who's really gonna benefit? Free from cigarette that? takes roughly seven minutes off your life. Yeah. So so, I mean, depends on the day. Because if they need that cigarette, they have some stress oh. coming their way. I mean, if it's coming their way, it's probably coming a lot of other people's ways too. And like, I feel like everyone should have a cigarette break. And in a kitchen, yeah, kids. in a kitchen, yeah, definitely in a kitchen where it's very stressful, it's very high like intensity. You want that person to almost have that dart <laughs> because if they're like controlling the line or whatever of like, you know, if they're like the first part of of who's getting that food and stuff, you want them to like be in a good mood because like you can work with a lot of good like people in a good mood and it makes the shift go by fast or you can w- work with one person who's in a bad mood. And your three-hour shift feels like it's eight hours. And it's just an absolute disaster. Mm, I can relate with that. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, glad. If, if someone needs a smoke break, for sure, try and find the time for them because it's going to be better for you to have them go on their break and have that smoke and come back, you know, exactly. rested and less stressed, which will then just make everything else flow. So honestly give up your personal so that you can they they will come back and it's good it's better for everyone i almost wish that i had like fake smoked when i worked in those restaurants like i didn't really i didn't want a real smoke okay hey i uh, yeah carry around a pack of those uh popeye candies you know just uh, take them out yes put in your mouth and just start chowing (laughs) chewing on it a little bit here and there that is the kind of hindsight that I wish I had. If I could go back and just grab a pack of Popeyes, yeah, I smoke. I need a smoke break. I'm just going to pop out the back and have a smoke. I mean, you could carry around the lighter, obviously, because you need to make it look semi-realistic. Mm-hmm. Someone goes, oh, can I bum one off of you? No, sorry, man, it's my last one. It's always there your last you oh, yeah, one. There you go. It's always yeah, your last one. No one, one. ever questions that, no. especially with gum. No one ever questions. It's my last one, man. It's like, nope, it's fine. I it's understand. fine. Yeah. Uh, Are you a last gum kind of guy? Are you always on your last one? You know, I, I'm usually not a gum guy, period. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. I don't see the yeah. appeal. But I, again, you know, because I like my reading and I like looking into things, apparently uh gum chewing gum is actually really good for you when you're in stressful situations because when you're chewing because you ideally you chew gum for a while and you don't swallow it uh when you're chewing apparently like there's a primal sense of your brain that kind of like like back from the caveman days like when you ate it meant you were safe you don't eat when you're out you know hunting and stuff so when it kind of like relaxes you yeah you don't need any danger You know, like a yeah, cereal, th- cereal killer exactly. in your house and you go, man, I could really go for like a spoonful of peanut butter right now. Yeah, that's the last thing that's on your mind. Or I have to go to the bathroom. That's the last thing yeah. on your mind. So when you're chewing gum, again, it's like... Or it's, pooping. It just takes over. Mm, mm, pooping too. Yeah. yeah. You're resting, you're digesting. And this is like a, a Michael Jordan interview thing. I think this is like way back he was talking about this. He looked into it and... Since then, I believe that blew up. So I actually, uh, when I started my new job, I did, in fact, buy a, a pack of uh, darts, five alive gum. Oh, uh, mm, not darts. I... No, I tried chewing on cigarettes. It just tasted the tried same. chewing on cigarettes. Yeah, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I heard you have to light them first and then put them in your mouth. And then chew them. Yeah, oh. like on the hot end because it like, um, it like activates the tobacco. No one ever teaches you this. You just yeah. gotta learn it on your own, I guess. Yeah, you gotta work at a restaurant. Well, here's the PSA. Light your cigarettes and then chew them, kids. You gotta work at a restaurant because when you work at a restaurant, you see all kinds. You go outside you see to see all kinds. You go outside to have a an air break. Oh, yeah, why can't I go outside for an air break, by the way? Because it gets hot and stifling in there. I gotta stay inside. What I used to do was I would go to the freezer or the fridge. Because it's like big walk-in freezers, right? And I have to go like get fries or whatever. I would just go and stand in there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> like, oh, definitely. I'm, like, I'm not coming out of here. Sometimes they had like, um, if I went to the fridge, I would just take a chocolate milk and just chug it and toss it in the corner. 
Yeah. Oh, you were that employee. Well, not I. I, I say I, I say I've done it once. I've done it, I did it one time, but it's like my claim to fame. It's like yeah, I worked at McDonald's. I saw chocolate milk ones in the fridge. I say I always I'm, did it. I'm, I'm telling Ronald. I'm telling him. No, whatever you do, don't tell um the hamburger. Oh. Or the whatever the purple one is. Don't tell that one. I was guy just either. gonna say he's not the cookie monster. Grom? Gromil? Grile? Grim? Grom? Is he Grom? Gross something. Yeah. That's okay. I think I'm okay with not knowing that. I don't think I that I need that in my well, headspace. They didn't really think hard on that because he's just like a big purple fluffy thing. Chicken nugget. Yeah, it's like a nugget. That's what I was associated with. Is he supposed? To, he must supposed to be like a nugget, right? Yeah, because the hamburger dealer of hamburgers. I mean, this yes. purple uh, giant that looks like a pear uh, must be a chicken nugget or resemble something. Do you think he steals the chicken nuggets or he just pays for them? Do you think he pays for the chicken nuggets? I think this guy is like the cookie monster. He can't handle himself. He just mows down on food. I don't even think he speaks uh, any languages. I don't think he's, you know, all, like I don't think he's verbal. I don't think he's verbal. I think he just, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't make any noises. Just It's it's clearly a ripoff of Sesame Street. Yeah, I never thought of that. I always thought like this is so original. They came up with Ronald McDonald. They came up with the Hamburglar. There was like four of them, I think. I don't know. I think we're missing one. But yeah, they just went off yeah. Sesame Street. And Barney, Definitely. sort of, because it's like a big purple tyrant monster. Barney. Which one's Barney? What you mean? Oh, Barney the... Uh, yeah, the purple... Barney the... Barney the, oh, the, no. the, Gar the Godzilla. Yes, yes, I know Barney. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think they just kind of like ripped them off, but like your kids, you don't know any better. Like I liked Hamburglar yeah, because I, he I, had like a, a a cape and a mask. I yeah, he had, he a, had you know some. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's kind of, well, I was like, he's kind of like a superhero. Oh, Grimace! Grimace was Grimace. the purple guy's name. You didn't even look that ah. up. You just it just you just knew. No, I gave that a Bing search. Oof. I this just searched up on podcast Bing. is sponsored by Bing for just all your bing it. just Bing it. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> where they went wrong. They didn't come up with something like that, and then Google went, "Well, we've got you. We've got you dead to rights." I mean, Google it. How many times has that been said in the world? Just, just bing, bing it. it. They they could have done a whole Michael Jackson thing before, like the thing happened. Just Bing it. <laughs> Just being it. Yeah. No, we could have. <laughs> Is there any, like, you're going to Yahoo search it? Yahoo. They used to have commercials, eh? For Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, but, like, uh, but, like, Google never needed commercials. I mean, did they have them? I didn't even know Yahoo had commercials. I feel like if we looked, there's definitely Google commercials. If you ask someone above the age of 50 or 60 uh, what the internet is, they'll probably say Google or Facebook. I feel oh, like Google. They'll say Facebook. They'll say a Facebook. monopoly. Oh, that's well, yeah, that's in the past 10 years. That's become a thing. Yes, Facebook's taken over the uh, the older population. The, they will say Facebook. Like I remember when like it came out and it was like, I need to get on there. Like, I was in grade seven. So it was 2007. And I had no idea what was going on. And now I'm like, oh boy, this yeah. just isn't it. It's like, oh great, I got a notification from uh, my aunt's, uh, you know, bridge friend. Yeah. Oh, she's congratulating me on a photo four years ago with me and my ex, you know, yeah. going to this wedding. Yeah, or it's they're like, share they're sharing some like eight blurry photos of a squirrel or something, that and then like, tagging you in it. God damn it, Gloris. Yeah, come on, Gloris. Cloris, we're not doing this, right? We're not doing this today. Cloris, you're one bad tag away from being blocked and then removed from this family in real life. One more Edith, and I swear to Christ. Edith. I will smite you. Edith, listen. Edith is, yep. Not it. Not it, Edith. N not Edith. Not, not Edith. it, Edith. 
but no, it's just bad. They spend, they spend, you know what I think it is? They get on there. They don't know what they're doing on Facebook. They don't know what they're doing. And then they're just doing these things. So like you're getting tagged in something. I guarantee you, you probably weren't even supposed to be tagged in that. They just get on there. They don't know what, yeah, they just don't know what they're doing. I hope that's right. That's all. I guarantee you that's what it is. Sometimes when they say, so you, oh no, that's not me. Yeah. Not close. Yeah. You don't want to get the DMs. Ooh. Right? No, you, you don't want that. No. Speaking of DMs, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and DM us. Let us know. If you disliked it, go ahead and keep that to yourself because, you know, it's a very fragile world right now and we can't, we don't really need any more of that negativity. Go ahead and keep that to yourself. How'd you like that third episode? I liked the outro. That was very, uh, it's kind of smooth. Kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay. I, I liked it. It's, uh, you know, I feel like a better person. It's your third, uh, podcast ever. My third going forward. You feel better about them? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, we're in our natural sink now, and um, you know, number yeah. four, here we come. Num- number four, we're on our way. Thanks for listening to number three. Yeah, catch you guys later.